I am hearing food. Not me. Because now I'm hungry. Mm. No, I already ate pizza. That ah. Was a, that was a while ago. I could go for some pizza. I'm missing out on free beer for this. unfamiliar like your ceiling because you're li- just listening to this now and you're probably from Germany. Hello German people. I don't know why you keep finding my show. Please keep leaving me good ratings on that one German site though. They're the only feedback I get. I'm Scott. I have people with me. Go. <laughs> that was just a little bit too creepy, Scott. Just a little. I'm Jeff. I'm here all the time. Really? German people? Really? I'm big in Germany. What can I say? Everybody's... David Hasselhoff is big in Germany. (laughs) Yeah, well, by the end of the week, uh, I will have had more hits from Germany this month than Canada in two years. That's kind of terrifying. I was also afraid you were going to say you were going to have more hits in Germany than David Hasselhoff. (laughs) (laughs) At which point I'd be saying, so where's my cut? (laughs) Actually, yeah, I've been talking for, what, 30 seconds now? My name's Jim Morrison. There. Now you know. I am not, in fact, dead in Paris. It's great. Yeah, and that's what we brought Jim to talk about on, is... uh, The fact that I'm back from the dead. Yeah, not really about the music or where his career's going, just just that he's not dead. Yeah, I'm not. It's great. (laughs) Zombie Jim Morrison, people say hello. Hi. Alright, and that is that. Um, pick of the week where things are cool, and we pick them. Jeff can go first. Uh, you transitioned before I could get in there. Good job, sir. Yeah, I'm on the ball today. Yes. Uh, my pick of the week, ironically enough, is another Gainac show. It is Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. I never saw this when it came out in Japan. I heard you know stories about it. I was like, ah, I'll wait and see. Uh, Funimation picked it up, did an English dub, and they just recently released it. And they put a few, you know, bits on YouTube to try and get people interested. Worked for me. I decided to pick it up and recently just watched the whole thing. The best way to describe this show is a cross between Japanese porno and a 1980s, late 70s Looney Tunes episode. The whole thing. But not the screamy kind of porno. No. Not that creepy, cryy, screamy stuff that just really makes you uncomfortable when you watch it. Right. Right. I.e. all Japanese porn. Yeah, right. I had to specify that. <laughs> well, fine, but certain <laughs> aspects of that. How about that? Yeah. You mix those two together, you get insanity incarnate. It's fun to watch. The entire premise is just stupid, although when I did a little research, I found out that 
the guys who did Garin Lagan, they after they finished the show, they went out, got hammered, got real drunk, partied for a week. And while they were still in, you know, full-on party drunk mode, they came up with the premise for this show, so it all makes sense now. Yeah. So much of Gynax's creativity comes from partying and being crazy after finishing a show. Ironically enough. Yeah. It's probably and... good for them. <laughs> Can I also point out they were angels? I'm just saying. <laughs> the yeah. theme keeps in, going. In a, in a fashion. <laughs> well. As angelic as the angels in this. They're, they were uh, pole dancing angels, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Detail. Hey, that someone needs to be the guardian angel of that thing. <laughs> like, they, they have an angel for fishermen. <laughs> Why not strippers? There right? is actually a guardian angel for mass murderers. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? You're just making that up, or really? No, I'm actually serious. I used to host trivia. It came up once. Wow, that's disturbing. It's It's a vague connection, that's why. Um, it's the so. same as like the patron saint of strippers is uh, just related to oh Josephine Baker. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I had to look that up. But anyway, yeah, you were talking. Mm. You were talking. Fine, I get to toss it to someone now because it's my turn. Uh, Scott, go next. Okay, so I just this. I'm going for a book this time. I. Burned through a thousand pages in four days, so that's kind of an indicator of how good it is. And Stop it's burning uh, books. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Wise Man's Fear by Pat Rothfuss, which is book two of his King Killer Chronicle, which apparently will only be three parts. That's refreshing in fantasy fiction. But it is hella fun to read, even if at the end of it you're like, wow, like three things happened in the plot. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Check it out. J- uh, Jim Butcher hates him. This is probably the uh, best endorsement an author can get, is if Jim Butcher says he hates you. And I will throw it to Jim, because no I don't have anyone else to throw it to. It's true. Um, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to pimp, because I just work every night. That's that's my life. Um. Hmm. Hmm. What the hell do I have? Other than the beetles and the <laughs> spiders and everything else that lives in my apartment. What do I have? What do I have? It's times like this, I wish I had a house pet. I'd ask them for advice. Um. Hmm. You know what? We'll go with another giant robot show. Okay. Why the hell not, right? Um. When I was at AN, I picked up Mazen Kaiser, the original seven-episode OAV. And... I've got a pair of friends who aren't really into giant robots. Um, What's wrong with them? Well, they've just never really been exposed. One of them watched Gundam Wing, and that was as far as she's gone. And her boyfriend never even made it there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she's going to force him to watch Endless Waltz. But I've forced them both to sit down and watch Mazenkaiser. They're laughing their ass off. They they love it. It's a great show. It's got a very, very loose plot, if you want to call it a plot. It's very Monster of the Week, very much. We need an excuse to have Koji go out in the Mazenkaiser and beat the crap out of stuff. And it works. It really does. Plus, you get this weird kind of... You watch it, and you get to look at Dr. Hell and be like, this is Dr. Light if he went crazy. And you look at uh, Juzo, who is Koji's grandfather and the guy who created the Mazenkaiser, and be like, and that's Dr. Wily if he went sane and lost an eye. And never bothered to get it repl- It's creepy. You look at Juzo, and it's just this horrible friggin' scar where the eye should be. It's great. 
so yeah, it's it's definitely worth a sit down. It's seven episodes. What the hell? You have you don't have three and a half hours out of your week? Come on, really? I'm judging you from here. I don't even know who you are, and I'm judging you. I'm judging you right now. That's a podcast for you. Yep. We and anybody you. in Germany? I'm judging you too. <laughs> you should go watch it. All right. Cool. And that is cool. But I guess. On to the main topic, which continues with our summer of giant robot stuff, with Neon Genesis Evangelion, the greatest anime ever. If so you didn't make that joke, I was going to. So say if ADV's ad copy. Really? Look how that worked for them. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was a sticker on every, uh, the first box set, it was a sticker on every single one. It literally said, the greatest anime ever made. No, no, like, quote from, like, say, a magazine or a website saying so. Yeah, their own website. <laughs> they just had that sticker. And According then every... to Ernest Hemingway, this is the greatest anime <laughs> he ever saw. Yes. And then every time ADV licensed a Gynex show, they would slap, from the creators of Evangelion, the greatest anime ever made. I'm trying to remember if that was on my Gunbuster box. <laughs> God, I hope it wasn't. Probably was. Probably. Because that's the thing. I've got the Ava box set. It's just like a million years old. And by that, I mean like... You mean ten. the first box set, not the second, yeah. the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth? The original DVD release box set. You know, the classic black and red one that they put out back when they were like, we just kind of want to shill it. Not, here's the Platinum Edition. Here's the Ultra Edition. Here's the Super Turbo Championship Edition. Three, four, five Capcom Star Trek Edition. <laughs> Oh, and let's not forget uh, the definitive Super Simone edition. Yep. Indeed. The one okay. where Ray is actually a man. Yes. <laughs> can we get yeah. this? Can I get this out of off my chest? Go Shoot. for it. A, a certain other podcast, which I'm sure people, some people listen to this, Gundam, have given me the Evangelist, or what was the what was exactly the Evangelist? Evangelist. Yes, yes. Evangelist, which I didn't agree with. Let me put this out very clearly. The problem I have with Evangelion is, while I'm the defender of Destiny, Gundam Seed Destiny, the show is good, but the ending is poor. It's not well thought out. It's not organized. Gundam, uh, Evangelion, the show is good, and the ending is a fucking disaster. There is no ending. They just say, okay, the show's over. Not without re- resolving anything. Nothing is ever explained. And at the same time, this show is considered the greatest anime ever by some. It is, you know, held up as a paragon of anime greatness. The original show never ended. They just said, okay, the show's over. To what the entire fan base, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, where's the extra episode? But what? Like, what? What the fuck? (laughs) That was the best example of a what the fuck ending I've ever seen. Well, have you heard the Easter egg, uh alternate take from Spike Spencer. Yes, I have. It's, on, it's available on YouTube. And he does it the best example. Okay, let's handle... Let's, here's the, my favorite quote of that. He goes, Okay, I mustn't run away. I mustn't run away. Okay, I understand that. I got that. Good. Now, if I were to run away, let's analyze that. Where the fuck would I go? I'm on a big blue ball. Does a bus come through here? <laughs> you ran out of ink too, didn't you, you bastards? <laughs> I'll find that on YouTube, but um, I'm assuming everyone owns at least two versions of this. It's on the Platinum Edition DVD as, like, Audio Track 4. Right. 
just Spike having some fun because by all accounts, Spike Spencer, Spencer, by the end of this, he was just sick of Shinji too. Well, nobody likes Shinji. Well, and this is, this is my point about Shinji is I think for a lot of people, and this is me, mostly me talking is that if you hate, like everything you hate about Shinji in particular is something you disliked about yourself when you were 14. Right. Shinji, I don't really, and there's something like, there's something good about that. Like he's not just reprehensible. He brings out the things you find in yourself. That's reprehensible. He's not a deplorable human being. Like you don't look at the kid and be like, you know what? You need to be cast into the deepest pits. Well, you kind of do that. But yeah. it's it's not because he actually merits it. It's look at you, look it's you're a, a mewling little punk. Like you don't do anything. Second episode, I'm gonna chicken shit out and run the fuck away. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. Did did I miss the memo where you forget where nobody else can get into your mother? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. You have to yeah. climb into your mother so you can fight gigantic aliens. And if you don't, everybody dies. Is that a lot of pressure? Sure it yes. is. Yes. Yeah. We, well, we see Amaro crack for less, yeah. um, just fighting the Zeeks. You know what? People crack under pressure. I dig that. I'm going to chicken shit out and run the fuck away? No, you don't fucking do that. Well, well and at this point, you kind of have to wonder. It's like, okay, this guy's kind of key criti- like critical personnel here. Yeah. Maybe you have someone watch him. Yeah, maybe, maybe that someone isn't a drunk woman. Hey, well, they, hey, well, they hey. are watching him too. When he the finally, you know, when he finally decides, okay, I'm done running away. Yes, no, alcoholism in the face of sudden and impending doom is perfectly rational. Yeah, that's well, what you're gonna do. And and having a pet penguin, but anyway. Plus, that beer's good. Yeah, it is pretty good beer. Yes. And the movie, and in the remake movie, she gets Doritos too. So you know, yep. good times. Which I don't know why they're in the fridge. It's messed up. Odds are pretty good she went shopping and unloaded the groceries while wasted. <laughs> I'm, like, opened I'm up that six-pack on the walk home. <laughs> well, odds are pretty good you open drawers. Uh, and some it's pe- like, fork, fork, panties, fork. <laughs> One shoe, sideways. Um, <laughs> fork, knife, knife, spoon. An array of collector bottle openers from all of the beer. <laughs> And then she's like, what do I need today? Bottle openers. <laughs> Goes to work with a bottle opener hanging on her foot. Those aren't socks. Oh, shit. Really? And Too she late. gets promoted during the series. That's what always scares me. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Things have gone so horribly wrong, and you promote her? Yep. Well, what else are you going to do? It's not like you can train someone else to do this job. No. Nope. Still. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Your main pilot has run away. Attempted to do it twice, almost gotten killed several times. The apocalypse has come this close to happening on a daily basis, and you decide to promote this dumbass? Well, now, admittedly, the apocalypse happening was all part of the plan. Yes. It's so I can get my wife back. Well, there are two plans at work. Fucked up, and I can't accept the fact that my wife is dead, so I'm going to do every insane option I can think of, short of wait, no, he probably does fuck the Rays. Um, yeah. So sh- I'm gonna say short of fuck the Rays, but <laughs> let's be honest, there's arms and legs floating there, and I'd lay money he probably goes for a dip every once in a while. Um, just so I can try and get her back. And then, and then, when it looks like she's kind of back, she fucking hates me and kills me, because I'm fucking crazy and I spent my life bastardizing my own son! Seriously, Yui was well within her rights to just pop him like a grape. Yep. 
God, she did. Actually, ate his head. Whatever. Yep. There's another. There's more symbolism there, but I won't get into that. But well, well there's some really <laughs> obvious Freudian imagery throughout the show. Yep. Right. Whether well, or not it I, was intentional, because we can point to the religious symbolism that they put in as well. You know, okay. Which kind of yeah, cool. Can I? Can I? While we're on the subject, can I also touch on the religious symbolism? Here? Oh no. Let Let's go all. Let's go hip deeps into religious symbolism. Here. Okay. Right in there. Here we go. The religious symbolism they use in this is based on Christianity, but you, there's a reason they use this. This because show it, was made for the Japanese, where the p- Christianity population is less than 2%. Do you know what that means? They don't have to be accurate. They don't even have to be close to accurate. They can make shit up because they're play- presenting this to a Japanese audience, not to an American audience where you know the vast majority are Christian. Yep. A Japanese audience, we don't care how accurate it is. You're just telling us, and we're believing it. And it's co- and some of this shit looks cool. Right. It looks kind of neat. Hey, look at that funky little diagram. That's neat looking. And people here in the States go so in-depth to this. And so, okay, he's using this detail here and this you know, obscure little religious reference and this obscure thing here no one ever knows about. It's like, you realize a good chunk of this is made the fuck up. Like, it yep. is there because it looks cool and it's really shallow. Like, we, the we two like occurring... it we're going to put in. It would be like watching Star Trek and they have Taoism as a background religion. And it's... <laughs> It's completely bastardized, and it's this real bullshit version of it. Actually, you know what? Let's let's just say Star Wars, because Taoism is in the background of that, and it's mostly made-up bullshit. Yep. What is the Jedi religion but basically Taoism? And guess what? Jedis are not a fucking religion. (laughs) No. But uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Jeffrey Lebowski of Latter-day Deuce, totally a real religion. I absolve you. Yep. Due to bites. (laughs) Due to bites. And I don't know about you, but I like. I feel, I feel better. But no. Okay, so back back to my point is that that it's very shallow. So the two recurring things is the angelology. So they actually have use named angels, and they're the most obvious fucking named angels ever. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, this one, we this one attacks us in the water. Oh, and it's the angel of fish. Like it would be interesting if they picked angels that sort of had like this ironic commentary on Shinji's conflict, but no, it's like nope, the fish one and the dancing one, obviously. And then you have the other big recurring thing is the uh, Sephirothic tree, which is from Kabbalah. Yeah. And basically, what they do is they put it on there and they like to put characters in the circles. And if you look at what the circles actually mean, it's like this is the most obvious place you could put them. Gendo's desk. That's at the God Circle because. Gendo thinks he's in charge. Right. Gendo has easy. a severe god pla- god complex. Like, really yeah. easy stuff. They probably had one copy of Br- Britannica in the office just right. to do that. <laughs> well, if it was contemporary, somebody would have looked this shit up on Wiki, yeah. got confused by the edits in the entry, and said, fuck it, we'll wing it. Right. Yeah. Which is basically what they did. They won. Oh, yeah. We've got a list of names. What can we use? We'll just... Uh, uh, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that sounds cool. Hey, that one's got four eyes. Let's use that one. They are can not I say no... the monster design is just terrible on this show? I didn't mind some, some of them. Like, I like the mech design, but I like I am not a fan of any of the monsters, because you can tell late in the series they were out, and they just stopped looking interesting. Some of them were interesting, or more, or interesting than others, but yeah. Some one of them, them was a you D8. You've got to give points to Satiel. you got to give points to Satiel. The first major angel that you see in the series. Outside yeah, no. of, you know, here's your flashback scenes and here's all the bullshit with that. Right. I never, that's the one I never really cared for. See, <laughs> he looked like I a Godzilla a knockoff. Des- well, that's it. I liked him as a basic design. I looked at him and I'm like, you know what? You're really straightforward. I can see you wrecking shit. 
I can see you fighting the King of the Monsters. Godzilla's going to kick your ass six ways from Sunday. But still, <laughs> I, I will give that to you. I will let you fight the man, and I will let you lose. Yeah, that's how it will work. Because that's how it always works. I mean, really, you pick Godzilla against anything, Godzilla wins. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, he, sometimes his buddy shows up to help. You know, oh, yeah, no, he has friends. Mothra, someone. Mothra, Rodan, Batro in that one rare occasion. Mechagodzilla on the also very rare occasion. Even the son of Godzilla shows up once in a while. Oh, yeah, oh I bastard. hate the son of Godzilla. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the good son of Godzilla, okay. not Manila. There was yeah. a good son about of the Godzilla? One that smoke good rings son of bumps. Godzilla? The good son of Godzilla showed up near the end of the... The good son of Godzilla is now Godzilla. He's the one who got irradiated during Godzilla vs. Destroya and grows into our honest-to-God, you know, I'm here to destroy everything, Godzilla. Not Manila, who blows smoke rings and bubbles and first appeared in a child's dream. And <laughs> can talk. Yeah, no, we pretend that doesn't happen because that's insane. Yes. Giant <laughs> monsters we're fine with, but the second they talk, done. Nah. Like, yep. there's a reason why Mothra has, like, little fairies that explain things. <laughs> oh, the twins. Wow, we got way off topic. We here. got off it. I do <laughs> like the we're mech kind design. Of still on topic because yeah, it the really sad fact is we are still coke. somewhat on topic. Yep. Because the Avas kind of talk to people, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Now, well, I mean, <laughs> if we want to draw analogies with the series, so much of it is just let's take tropes and shuffle them around a bit. Well, and okay, th- this is another sort of sacred cow I got to stab, and this is a bit more recent, I think, because the people on TV tropes and the people who really like TV tropes, even now that it's gone to shit. Seem to think this is the god emperor of like anime deconstruction, and I'm like, yeah, no, they they are taking it compared to Watchmen in that regard. No, and here's my point: is that yeah, they do a good job of sort of showing these taking the typical mecha super robot setup and portraying it as dark as possible. Yeah, and then Oscar shows up, and it's a regular action show. Yep. Yeah. We just everyone kind of forget that episode where Shinji and Asuka did you know DDR together. Yeah. I like, love that episode. That's a great combination attack in Super Robot Wars MX. Yeah, it is. That is handy as hell. But you know, the, the show is so dark, and then we turn into that, and we're like, wait, what? And then Anno, the, the sponsors pull the money, and Anno has a breakdown, and then the show gets weird. Yes, no, it gets weirder. That's, how, that's how you create awesome anime. You let the director break down. That's right. what gave us the ending for Zeta. That's yeah. what gave us all of Ideon, and as we know, Ideon is, you know, the paragon... Wait, no, Ideon's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ideon, but... Well, what was Ava but a love letter to Ideon, really? Yeah. Oh, no, the... I'm going to destroy the world because you destroyed the universe, but I'm not going to man up and show everybody dying like you have a six-year-old get his head burned off with a laser cannon. I've always looked at the, at the end of the original series as a big, you know, flip of the finger... To the people who cut his funding. It's like, fine, fine. Here, you want to know? Well, yeah. Here's how the show is. ends. It doesn't have an end. Screw you. Yeah. And then people well, cut and... my money? Fuck you. Here, it's all, you know, this suddenly turns into an art house porno for yeah. all intents and purposes. So yeah. you can it's go all... stick it. Yep. And then, after that's over, the fans started literally, I kid you not, sent him death threats if he didn't make another ending. You can Those see are... them in yep. the movie. They're in it. They're in it. <laughs> Stop calling me, Darren. <laughs> Clearly, whatever it is, is very important. But yeah, no, I love that. People freak out. There's a the thing. 25 and 26, I didn't have a whole lot of problem with. I mean, it's just basically, okay, everything is coming undone, and this is all heavy metaphor. Like, this is, this is like, okay, I have no money to show the plot resolving. Let's get this character through his shit. Yeah. And, and in they a don't way, even do that. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is, there's a, like, as much as people read the religious thing, 
it's way more fun to read the second half of the show as Ano sort of projecting himself in Shinji and projecting like the people around him and like various aspects of the company onto those characters. Because like I found this great comic that was like, you know, like it was little thumbnails, and it's like I'm Ano. I don't know why I do things, and no one seems to like it. And then you've got Gan- Gendo doing the pose, and it's like I am your viewers. I am highly critical, rarely supportive, but you must please me. <laughs> Yes, but that's not just his viewers. That's everybody that consumes contemporary media. That's comic book fans, music fans, movie fans, video game players. Yeah. Everybody says, cater to me, you ass. You didn't give me what I want. I want more. Ma, 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 ma. And that's why Warcraft sucks. Somehow, yes. I, all of a sudden, we ended up at Mass Effect. Anyway. Hey! Oh. But, no. Like I said, the ending of the original series was a big, you know, flip-off to the people who cut his funding. The end of the Evangelion movie was a big flip-off to the fans, saying, you know yeah, what? You I'm know giving what? you, you want everything you want. You want an alternate ending? Here's your alternate ending. Everyone is fucking dead. The Wait, end. You want <laughs> well, the big he... joke there? Yeah. That's where I respected Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Like, that fight scene, Um, actually, I'll use Super Robot Wars. I'm playing MX. I get to that part where, you know... She's doing the counting, and I'm playing this on a plane, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I know this scene. Wait, crap, I hate this scene. And just as she's getting torn up, who shows up to save her but Rom Stahl from Machine Robo Kronos, and it's awesome. Well, it's and, and I love and it. And the thing about Super Robot Wars is they will always rewrite. They, they, they are so good at rewriting I have shows. saved Musashi so many times. <laughs> Musashi never dies if I have any say in it. But have you saved Guy Daigoji? No. And I'm pissed that I couldn't save Lock-On in Z2.1. Because, ah. no, you know, you Lock have on. to have Lyle. Fuck you. Lock-On. Lock-On. No, you need a team-up where the Lock-Ons do, like, shoot everyone. Some sniper? Yes. Yes. And they each have that a Haro. Awesome. And they each have their own special Haro. Anyway. Totally not related to anything, but... But can I say that, you know... As much as I complain about this, the last two movies we have got, the remakes of the remake that is the remake. Yep. Yes. But those movies, those have turned out so good. I have a feeling we might actually get an end to this that people are going to be happy with. Almost several decades after the original show aired. More well, than we two- ha- we've had the ending. Yeah. We've right. seen the ending. The right. ending is everywhere when you look around because yeah. they're following in the world that we lost at the end of the original series. You see symbolism for it. all, of, And I'm, I'm not bullshitting this. I really no. wish this was Ava fandom. Here's your symbolism that I'm going to massively insert. No. You see the shadows. You see the burn scars. You see all of the damage from the end of the series in the world right. that they're in in the remake. So, yeah. so we're redoing this whole thing. When I say redoing, literally, we're redoing this again. Because the Dead Sea Scrolls tell the past, the present, and the future. Because the future is just the damn past all over again. Everything is circular. Well, that's why, why you see... Will not end this year. And that's why you see, like, Ghost Ray in, like, the first shot of the show. Yep. That's it's said, the Ghost Ray that is t- turning everyone to Tang in the movie. Yep. That said, Tang. they give... The, the elevated budget made it so that friggin' Diamond Angel was a lot cooler this time through. Yeah. Okay, oh, was it was a, not a D8 anymore. I, I was fine with him being angel. a D8, because D8s don't get enough respect. D8s get tons of respect. They are, the, they are the dice of clerics. They, you respect your cleric. I do not respect my cleric. As your cleric, I, I would play. advise you to take a hit from the small blue potion. I play a ranger. They have to somehow catch up to me. Fuck off. I don't deal with clerics. I don't deal with healers. At the end of the day, the fight is over. I stagger back into town, get wasted, and then I wake up the next morning a bit better healed, and I stagger it and beat the crap out of more orcs. Fuck clerics. 
Uh, now, okay, this okay, is Ranger Man. Top. Yes. But before we go, we have to know, Ranger Man, what is your animal companion of choice? It's a wolf. They do get that trip attack. Yeah. Suckers down, arrow, arrow, arrow. You lost me completely on that one. I don't know where you went. Third D&D. edition D&D? No? No. no. Really? I'm just kind of sitting here. You're off into the you know East Jesus. I'm like, hey, where the hell are you guys? It's, it's where are you going? Thing. Come back. Come back. All right. We should probably go back there. Otherwise, okay. So otherwise, other characters know, we can rag on. And it's just going to go right downhill. Yeah. So what other characters can we rag on? Well, we haven't ragged on Asuka enough. Fuck Asuka. That's basically it. Like, and I don't even mean that in the I would no, not no, 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 no not even a remote chance in hell. Like and I'm sorry, last... German viewers, no. <laughs> like last person on Earth scenario, like at the end of the show, no. Yeah, Human race what? dies with us. My hand is still a nicer person than she is, and my hand still has better breeding possibilities. Oh. Oh, can we God, get what a to... deplorable crone! Can I say that the uh, in the remakes of the remakes that are currently airing she's actually a nicer person but that's not asuka it's true they even, it's... They even literally say it's not asuka that's not her name it's not asuka langley sure you it's asuka langley shikanami so guess what that's not asuka yeah no the real it's... asuka is probably going to show up by the time this is all over but that's not asuka yeah well shinji repaired her he made her better he made, <laughs> he made her, her better, less of a faster bitch. stronger and a hell of a lot less annoying and yep. much more in line with the naming scheme they were building yeah which I'm like, why do, Why does everyone have to be named after a Japanese warship from World War II? <laughs> why not? I guess. Mm, good names. Really. I enjoy the fact that she's German and has, like, fucking nothing with regards to a German name. Yeah, no. I'm like, really? You're, really? Really? You're the most Japanese-German chick I've ever seen. Anyone in this movie not have mommy issues? No. Because that would deviate Ray. from everyone must have Freudian nope. symbolism. Ray? Ray does not have mother issues. At no point does Ray have mother issues. No. She doesn't have, have daddy issues, brother issues, or anything issues. She's just got no issues. It's true. Because she doesn't have any emotions. Yep, Ray gives no fucks. <laughs> Look at <laughs> all the fucks Until she the very gives. End. Yep. Until and then the all of a sudden, end. she gives all of the fucks <laughs> right. and takes all of the time, which I actually meant to pick up today and drink during this. Yes. <laughs> I, I should mention that if you, like, track down the, the uh, end of Evangelion movie, the audio commentary track is fucking brilliant. Yes, have you, did you ever hear that uh, one? I don't think there was on that audio contract, but they t- talked about it. Said the guy who was playing Gendo, he had all the fun, you know, one-liners he got to make. And when he reaches into Ray with the hand of Adam... He said, he said the first time he did it, the line was, I know I left my keys in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Where are my keys? There they are. There we go. See, that that's what, like, as many, for as many versions of this they've put out, they still haven't put out a decent blooper reel. See, they really should. It would improve the series drastically, especially if you cut away the crappy scenes and just put in the bloopers instead. And we ran as though yes. that was the cohesive plot. Just ba- basically, do your like fake your own abridged series. Yep. <laughs> they also need to do a pen pen edition where pen pen saves the world. <laughs> yes. Well, that'll be the next set of movies in another ten years. Yep. Pen pen will just be like, "Fuck this, kid! You can't remake the world properly. It's all on me." And then he'll get a cape. <laughs> and it'll be awesome. I'm convinced. <laughs> he will have a cape. 
I'm convinced that's what the fourth movie is going to be. You know, the, thir- the third movie is everything goes straight to hell again. Shinji destroys everything again. Fourth movie, Pen Pen saves the fucking universe. The end. Yep. You know what? We give him sideburns. We give him a cape. We give him a cape. We get Gona Guy on board. This will be great. Physics can <laughs> fuck right off. Yes. Ava unit Pen Pen. Yep. Uh, we you don't know want to know where the entry plug goes, but we'll talk about that another time. Anyway, yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> so Gendo. Oh, uh, oh God! Do we have Do to we go have here. To? Can I pretend he doesn't exist? Can I pretend he doesn't have more wife issues and is more emasculated than the entire cast? Okay, I will say this though: um, if you go 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 get um, something with Shinji's face on it, autographed by Spike Spencer. He will draw glasses and a mu- and a beard on Shinji, and yeah. it's like, wow, he is him. Yeah. yeah, which could also be part of it. Gendo could be looking at him and going, "There's m- more signs of my failure." Instead of, "Hey, there's the last vestiges of my wife, other than the cloning vat I keep in the basement." And well, go for when you have a cloning <laughs> vat, I don't think you think of your son as the vestiges of your wife. Quite it's the true. Same the way. Cloning vat clearly is wrong. <laughs> what has he done right horrible. ever? There are arms just. Arms. <laughs> this is not a successful cloning vat. You don't look at that and go, no, you know what? I like the fact that it's just got kidneys attached mm-hmm. to a lung. That's that's a good design. That's how humans grow, right? No, that is not. Gendo, no, bad. Bad Gendo. Gendo has not done anything right in the whole show. He poked the thing that made the first apocalypse happen. It's true. It is Poke true. it with a stick. Poke it with a stick. But no, no, we can Frankenstein it. We can use this. We can put it all together. We can make something resembling Ray. It's good. Kill me. <laughs> uh, but I really uh, there's an interesting. How the hell anybody in Sealy thought anything he did was a good idea? Yeah, that's At another all. thing I never understood. How did this man get in charge of Nerve? Really? How did he do that? I'm assuming they lost a bet. <laughs> really? Because. Yeah. If you're going to have this great, gigantic, you know, super expensive organization that you are going to use to change the existence of humanity itself, you're going to put that psychopath in charge of it. Yeah, like, there are apparently no psych qualifiers for saving the fucking world. Everybody, like, everybody who died during, you know... And there's no staff therapists. Yeah, no, all psychologists, psychiatrists, and anybody with even a passing understanding of human emotional interaction died during that event. Yes. That's how it works. It's kind of like Planet X, where all of the psychic, well, all the telepathic people in the Marvel Universe died at once. This is how it worked. Mm. Everybody with even a passing understanding of human interaction, dead. And that's why Gendo got anywhere, because they're like, he seems like a straight-up guy. Look at those glasses, and the way he holds his chin. He's gotta be a nice person. (laughs) He has an impressive desk. (laughs) Dr. Dr. Fuyutsuki seems to think he's okay. When this guy talks, people move. Hey, this guy, this guy talks. People are moving. People are doing stuff. Now, the, they're maybe, you know, screwing up existence, but hey, they're doing stuff. <laughs> Which is more than we're doing because we're blocks at a desk. <laughs> I actually really kind of enjoy the uh, personal canon where Sealy doesn't actually – it is actually just those blocks. Like, they aren't people. No, they're not at all. It's they're for just some blocks. reason, these are sentient obelisks. And they're like, like the same ones from 2001. <laughs> yes, that's it. It's those obelisks from 2001. They're just chilling there. And all of a sudden he shows up and he's like, I want to control your organization that makes giant robots. And they're like, well, I'm an obelisk. He's an <laughs> obelisk. None of us even have hands. You know what, dude? Go to town. I was just, I like I was just waiting. I was just waiting for those obelisks to one day show up as Stonehenge. He's like, okay, now we've just gone to symbolism hell. Whee! 
<laughs> and the, this is what I want from the future, is that eventually one day, I want a video conferencing button that just replaces me with an obelisk. <laughs> like, same video feed of the stuff that's behind my computer, but just obelisk. That would just be me. awesome. Scott, zero one. Yeah. Yep. Can I also point out, while we're on the subject, now every media known to mankind has been used for this show, but the manga for, is slowly... Like very slowly been coming out is actually very good. Yes. It is actually good luck you know, finding irons it out a lot in of the problems. Now. Gets things nice and well, somewhat cohesive, and gets the characters done a lot better. Shinji like, is Shinji more has a backbone. He's, emotional. Yeah. Yeah, Shinji has a backbone of this one. He's not, not, you know, the superhero, but you don't ever expect him to be. No. But he has some balls. <laughs> Whereas opposed in the series where they have been cut off and lost somewhere. Well, no, they were used to grow ray. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> and there's your even more weird symbolism, but we're getting off track. You know what? If the, if this version says Shinji, like if the, some version says Shinji has no barrels, we use them to grow wet ray, I'd believe it. <laughs> so would I. Hey, it made I the most sense I also don't want them anyway. to release a Shinji's Balls edition of <laughs> Evangelion. I'm just going to point that out right now. I don't want that to exist. In fact, I don't like the fact that we are talking about 15-year-old balls. It really, it's a troubling course. And I think we need to set sail somewhere else. <laughs> but thermal expansion. Oh, thermal expansion. No. <laughs> God, like that was, like people who claim this is a dark de- deconstructive work, they used a science lesson from the opening of the episode to solve a problem at the end. Yep. That is not dark at all. It, that's the thing. It's a Monster of the Week series. Like, you watch it, it's it's a dar- it's darker than Mazinger at points, except Mazinger ends on a far greater down well, note and than there are like It was dark. And there are a pile of Gona Guy shows from, like, the late 70s that are darker than this. Any getter. Yeah. Any getter. Like, watch Shin Getter Armageddon. Watch what the black getter does almost all the time it's on screen. Like, here's a bunch of innocent people trapped in some sort of horrible mollusk monster. I'm Ryo Minigare. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Somebody stabs me in the tendons, it heals magically on its own. I don't fucking care. People are in there. They're not me. Fucking dead. Yeah. And that's why Getter is better. <laughs> Getter is better. Yes. Getter is better. Anyway. But no. On, uh... Where do we leave Gendo? But anyway. Fuck Gendo. Say, yeah, and back <laughs> that's Gendo. where we left him. One of the only... They actually made Gendo make a little bit sense in the manga. I think the last volume that came out, he goes up to, uh... He saved, he's the guy who actually saves Shinji when, you know, the, the military forces come in. They're about to splat him. Instead of Misato, he comes in, blows them all away, and he explains exactly everything. And it makes a little bit more sense than anything else I've heard about Gendo, he says. Yeah, but that means you lose the scene where Misato, like, actually hits him and says, So fucking what if I'm not you? We all have issues. Nut up. I think he's already had that issue, That already had that conversation in the manga by that point. Yeah. But, cool. you know... Which was good because he needed that like eight episodes before it actually happened. But anyway, but no. In, in the end, he says, "I'm I say, the God took away Yui. Say, I'm an Avenger. I'm gonna fucking kill God. I'm gonna start this all over again. I hate your guts because she always loved you more than I did. You know, so you know what? Fuck you. Fuck God. Fuck everything. I'm gonna end existence. Let's rock. Yep." And that's why that man. And it's like you know that makes the piece. most amount of yeah that makes the most amount of sense out of anything I've ever heard out of Gendo. Everything makes sense now. He just wants to kill existence. 
Well, yeah, he's a teenage nihilist. Yeah. That's it. He's yeah, a teenage taken nihilist. to the absolute furthest extreme. Well, that's a what teenage... I mean by a teenage nihilist. Teenagers don't know what nihilism is most of the time. And yes, they just but... take it as everything needs to be destroyed. Yeah, but this guy actually has the power to do it. <laughs> that's the problem. That is the, pro- that is the problem with most of this show is these people actually have the power to do what they want. Yeah. Right. Well, nobody that... in this show should be nobody in this show should be given as much power as they are given. I have no problem with Masato having the power she has, so long as somebody I do. gets her to <laughs> AA. Yeah. <laughs> like, this woman clearly has problems, but when like, the chips are down and she actually has to be their tactical command, and she's sober, she uh, does her job very well. I'm, I'm going to sound intelligent here and quote Abraham Lincoln, any man can handle adversity if you really want to test him, give him power. And everyone in this damn show fails the test. Yep. Yep. Every single one of them got godlike power almost, and every single one of them does not need to have it. There are many people you can give this power to, and none of these people should be them, including Misato. Well, that's, it's hilarious. Like, you watch it, and especially looking at it from an adult's eyes, it's like, okay, give me this horrible giant, don't tell me it's some sort of, like, 15-story tall clone of my mother. I don't need to know that. Yeah, no. no one needs to know what have, what the 15-story-foot clone of your mother is. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's an Oedipus complex all its own, and we don't need that. That's just going to affect my ability to kill the horrible monsters intent on killing us all. Right. That's Tell the thing me what I, never, I need to know. That's the one... Okay, not the one scene, but the several, one of several scenes in this series that never made any sense. When Misato takes Shinji down to Central Dogma and shows him, you know... Lilith slash Adam slash whatever the hell it is. Yeah, uh, it's Lilith. Lil- well, it is Lilith, and now they admit it in the second one, but in the first one they thought it was... Anyway, I'm getting too yeah. off track. But anyway, it's like, why on earth would you further complicate this kid? He's already got severe issues. Now you're going to take him down there and lay this out in front of him and expect him to know what to do with his info. You thought he was screwed up before. Guess what? <laughs> you made it a whole lot worse. You know, it just dawned on me. I think this is why... He doesn't get the Type F armor in the anime. Because you have a teenager. You have fucked his head up so amazingly. The kid basically has every personality complex you can think of without any actual violent bent. And then you give him dual rotating chainsaws. <laughs> and a katana that's 15, 15 stories tall. Yeah. I think he goes on a rampage. So that's probably why they didn't give him the Type F armor in that. They're like, yeah. maybe it's better if we risk him dying. <laughs> Well, he actually does go on a rampage after he is forced yeah. to kill his best friend. Yep. He tries to kill everybody. He fails, but he try, gives it a shot. Mm-hmm. And in the manga version, he comes pretty damn close to doing it. And it's one of my favorite scenes in the manga when they, you know, bring him before after that, and they bring him before Gendo, and Gendo, you know, tells him off being the dick he is. Shinji goes for a punch. He tries. He gives it a good shot, but he stopped before he gets there. It's like, please, you could have let him lay one punch on the bastard. Just one. Well, if he'd hit Gendo, Gendo probably would have folded like a house of cards. True. Something tells me the guy's got a glass jaw. Well, yeah, the beard is there for extra armor. Yeah. That's the only reason to grow a chin strap. Full armor Gendo. Anyway. Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry, had to go there. Anyway. Now he has a shoulder cannon. (laughs) Uh, Who else can we riff on? Dr. Akagi? Oh, Lord. Back to more mother issues, but anyway. Yeah, more uh, mommy issues. 
And I can never... She's another one of those characters. I have no idea what she's doing half the series. Yeah, no. And then then we learn about what she has been doing for the most of the series, and it makes even less sense. It's like, wait, 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 wait. You you were hanging out with Gendo this whole time? And by hanging out, I mean banging like a Salvation Army Army drum? Well, she's really... The same guy who was banging your mom. Yep. The same guy who betrayed and murdered your mom, most likely. No, she did that to put the brain in the computer. Yeah, Chris Blatt. But... Why do you need a human brain in a computer? That strikes me as the opposite reason of why we made computers. Well, no, that's exactly why we made computers. So we can smash people's heads into them. Yes, well. You saw how well it went in Gundam when you took computers and you smashed them into people's brains. Cyber new types never did anything crazy. No, no, they're perfectly stable. (laughs) They were the key to winning the Grips conflict. It's true. That always did all of the work. That always disturbed me when they opened up that... uh when they had to open up the three wise men computers and they cracked it open. And you see all, all those little notes and everything all over the place. I'm like, if you walked into a room like that, you would certifiably lock that person in a rubber like room. That, that's the crazy person room. Right. Yeah, and you don't go yet, there. Yet they just said, wow, this lady was a genius. I'm like, no. 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 A genius would have compiled all these notes into a technical manual. You know what those notes probably actually said? Let me out. Yeah. <laughs> they all just said, let me out progressively in more scrawled text. Or red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light. But anyway. I can taste my hair. I can taste my hair. <laughs> the bees. <laughs> bees. My God. Uh, yeah, no, Ritsko, totally fucked. Totally <laughs> fucked. Now, the only thing that would have made it creepier is if she had overtly tried to mount Shinji. Yeah. Because there was, there was, I'm sorry, there was a couple subtle scenes there where you're like, what the hell? <laughs> really, lady? Well, yeah, I know Doctor is in your title, but I don't think you need, he needs to do the turn your head and cough thing for you. Yeah, right. I don't think you are a doctor. Cough. Think... Cough. Cough again. One more time. Yep. Cough. <laughs> oh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> you do know I'm a doctor in psychology, right? <laughs> I have a DFA. What? <laughs> Doctor of Fine Arts. <laughs> you know who you know who what characters I actually like in the show? The Bridge Bunnies. I can't even say I like them. No, because they're great audience stand-ins, because the second anything goes wrong, they're the ones who actually say, This is fucked up. Right. I'll give you that. The the people on the bridge are the only sane and normal people there. You know, when Like they seem gets... to have hobbies and enjoy themselves in their off hours. Right. And every, when everyone's turning to Tang, you know, some people are just accepting it and happy. They're screaming bloody murder, as I would be, yep. if, you know, some ghost, you know, people were walking around turning people into orange liquid. I would be freaking the fuck out like they are. But they're the only normal people in the show. It's like, wait a minute, why are, why are they on the bridge, you know, the, operating these manuals? Why aren't they in the friggin' Avas? Put the normal people in there, please. See, I always liked Kaji. Oh my see, god, you killed Kaji! Yeah. You I was, bastard! Uh-huh. I just, I look at him and I'm like, you're kind of a normal person. And periodically you try and make Shinji realize that everybody else is fucking crazy around him. Like, sometimes and, it's just like, sometimes Shinji, you just have to take care of melons. Yep. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not even remotely. Of course not, you're retarded. Anyway, I'm gonna go bang the woman who keeps an eye on you and hopefully, maybe, try and sober her up. Right. Um, Kaji, probably not. Then Kaji, I'm going to get that. I will say this about Kaji. He is the only guy that seems to figure it out. He's like, okay, the majority of the people involved in Nerve are absolutely f- 
fucking crazy. I better not get too close to a whole lot of them because yeah. someone's probably going to end up killing me. Now, despite the fact that he realizes this, he still ends up dead. But yep. at least he has the wherewithal to realize it's going to happen and tells uh, Misato ahead of time. See, maybe maybe they'll change it this time. And, you know, he'll show up he's as some dead. sort of crazy secret investigator character later. He's dead. Yes, but, I mean, they'll be like, oh, no, he's totally dead. And then it'll be like right near the end, everything's going to go to shit. He pops up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, no, I faked that. <laughs> totally fake that. By the way, this is how we fix everything. Gendo, you're going to hell. Um, anyway, Risco, you've got so many problems, lady. I found a psychologist. I've actually managed to find the last living one. Like he, he's actually there with you at the UN oversight, and it's like, yeah, we're bringing in a new leadership team. Uh, see these people? They're they're normal. Yeah. These, this is what normal people do. They, they, this they is what they look psych like. psych exams. One of these people can actually make a sandwich and not break into tears. It's incredible. You should see. <laughs> You're going to love this. They make food. Food, <laughs> not beer. It's it's amazing what happens to your digestive system when you consume solid matter that isn't Doritos. Uh, okay, we need that addition, too. We need that addition. Kaji saves everybody. That'll be the follow-up to Pen Pen Saves the Universe. <laughs> no, no. It, well, because the universes seem to be getting progressively right. better, it's Kaji saves everyone, and then Pen Pen saves the day for the 40th. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, Kaji saves everyone flying a giant Pen Pen Ava. The end. Thank you. Good night. No, yeah. no. Wait, no. Kaji and Pen Pen are like a buddy cop team. I would watch that. <laughs> Like they have... Pen gets a suit. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they both have suits, obviously. Well, Pen Pen's the straight-laced one. Yes. Wear little fedoras. Totally serious, yep. And he's got a... Pen Pen is too old for this shit. Yeah, he's just like, I can't believe we're still doing this. Really? <laughs> really, man? You drive me back into this again? But they I'm don't... too old for no this shit. No subtitles, nothing. It's just Kaji talks to him, Pen Pen responds as Pen Pen, and we as the audience are left sitting there going, what the... Fuck? Like, all Pen Pen does is make disapproving squawks and shakes his head. Yep. <laughs> And he carries think, a gun. He carries a very small gun. We need to make sure Gainax hears this. Yeah, he somehow is able to poach our idea. We want money. Yes. Well, it's going out to the internet. Yeah. This so is ours. And all of a sudden, this appears out of nowhere. We want money. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just pointing that out. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> yes. Maybe they're characters, but we had the idea. This, this is our idea. We'll be glad to come on and write this for you. Yeah, we will sell this. This is not, oh, man, I'm hanging on. No, 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 no. We'll sell this. Yeah. We will do that. We will you, do that because we are nice guys who like money. We are money. nice people. We will, we will write this for you. Yep. We can't possibly do any worse. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, they can. Trust me. But anyway. <laughs> no, I'm saying we can't. We, oh, can't. we can't. Okay, we can't do any worse. That's true. But anyway. Well, we got way, way, way gone there. But anyway. Yeah, but it was a better place. This is it true. It was a better place. <laughs> we, were, we were going uphill, which is pretty sad, but... Now... There's a final, my final thoughts on Ava. The show is good. I'll say that the show is good because it hooks you. You, you. When you see, when you go all the way through, you see where it's going. You're not quite sure where it's going, but you want to go along for the ride just to see where it ends up. Granted, we never get an end. We still haven't really got an end. The end of Ava, I still think, is a big fu. Oh, but yeah. you still want to stick around and say, well. Maybe they'll get it right this time. You like there's something that, there's something that draws you to it. There's some before, hook before we go into like the the final thoughts, I do want to say for 1995 or uh, when did this get dubbed? Like 97, 99, something like that. Give or take. Yeah, like for like the second thing ADV ever dubbed for the time they were dubbing it, 
this is an absolutely amazing English performance for anime. Yeah. Yes. I know the quality of the series is high. Anybody that says otherwise isn't recognizing it. Right. Yeah. This it's isn't this isn't right. half thrown together. The no. the story might be, but the all, as a whole, this is a well planned, well thought out series. We get to the end, but anyway. But it's well designed, it's well thought out. I always think that this current Ava we've gotten is basically you know, the directors, producers realizing, you know what? Maybe we've overdone this a bit. Maybe people have gotten a little too, we've gotten a little too aggravated, our fans. But you know what? If we make an, some more movies, we can make a shitload of money again. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Like, <laughs> considering the merchandising deals, and I gotta love, and I gotta say, you know, as much as they show for merchandise, they do, they do have an interesting way of protecting their brand. Like, someone at Gynex, like, someone actually in charge was like, you know, I'm not sure if the chibi versions of these would really be good for the series and the franchise. And then Anno storms into the fucking room and it's like, no, my shit will be in the game where they fight alongside Mazinger. Yep. And that is how we got Super Robot Wars Alpha. And if you haven't played Alpha, why are you listening? Go play Alpha, goddammit. Like, Super Ro- like it is a pay- like it is one of the few that has a decent fan translation patched for it. You don't even need English. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, I've got A, A2, A Gaiden, I've got MX, I've got Z, Z2, well, both 2.1 and 2.2. Um, I've got OG, OG2, I even picked them up on Game Boy when they came out over here. You don't need English. You can just play through the shit and it's just awesome. Plus, because we're going to bring up SRW for a sec, if you make it to Ant 3, if you actually play your way through Alpha 3, and you can read Japanese, you get to see Shinji grow some serious stones and tell off Kiriyamato. Kiri Yamato. Like, this is the thing. In Alpha, Bright Noah slaps Shinji straight. He, yep. sla- he slaps him right. The, 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 and then the, by the Alpha 3, Shinji is enough of a person to go, no, Kira. You're we bullshit. have to kill the bad guy. We have to do this, because he's going to kill everyone. But I don't want to kill the bad Nobody cares, Kira. Nobody cares. Shin- We've got three people holding Shinobu back from Dan Cougar, because he's going to take the strike freedom he doesn't know how to pilot it. He doesn't care. He's going to climb in that. He's going to fly out and kill the bad guy because you're too much of a putz. Yeah. Now, do we want to let him go? He'll eat you. <laughs> he will eat you. You you see that look on his face? He'll He's going you. to do that. There was his the jaw will side. just unlock. He will swallow you like a snake. It'll be really disturbing for everyone else involved. Um, I don't want to see that happen. So man the fuck up. Get in your fucking robot and kill the fucking bad guy. So says Shinji fucking Akari. <laughs> Can I say that in the last Ava movie, that was the closest Shinji's ever gotten to badass when he goes full-on berserker mode and gets Ray back. You know, he goes down into that black pit thing, gets his face ripped off, almost melted, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark style, and pulls her out. That was pretty badass. Yeah. When he, go, you know, he goes, I think, angel mode, whatever the hell it was, when he goes, I want Ray, give her back. You're like, thank you. Here we go. Well done. Stones. Sadly, we look we, we reinterpret this in the Freudian sense and still a little weird and wrong. Yep. Yes. And we just the only had to, time his balls just had to ruin that, didn't you? To save his mother. Ava ruins itself, Jeff. Ava yeah, ruins I itself. I know. You don't need it doesn't need my help. Shinji is in his mother. I'm just the finger screaming he wants at the to get moon. his mother back from the black pit. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, final thoughts on Ava, and then we'll chat about its impact, I think, just for a little. Jim. Final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, 
when I first saw Ava, I did a bunch of things wrong, first off. Um, I marathoned it. Ooh, bad move. Yeah, mm. I loved it. I loved doing it. I nearly got into fist fights with my friends, but I loved doing it. I sat down for the full 13 hours, and I watched the thing beginning to end. Um, and then I did it again. Because, wow. Well, I had, I had a bunch of friends over that first time. We watched it, and a bunch of them fell asleep, and a bunch of other friends couldn't show. So I had to show it to the friends who'd fallen asleep and the friends who couldn't show. <laughs> um, kind of explains what happened to me, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no. And then over the years, I've watched more Super Robot anime. And Eva, it's well, it's usually referred to as a hybrid, and I think it's valid because it doesn't want to be like a real type show. Like it doesn't want to be anything on par with Gundam, but it doesn't want to be a Super Robot anime either. And the result is, it's kind of lackluster when you compare it to both. Like, Gundam, I find, gives you a better overall directed story. You get more attached to the, the actual characters and their pathos. And Super Robot anime always gives you the big, bombastic, awesome shit. And Ava toes the line. And at the same time, I look at it and I go, I hate Shinji. I hate Asuka. I don't hate Ray, but most of the time I don't care about Ray. And the fetishists of Ray creep the fuck out of me. Yeah. I like Masato, but I also feel sorry for Masato. I hate like, Ritsuko. Well, well Misato, Misato, I will say, I've always, like, there are some characters who wish she got better series, and then Misato did, because yep. she was in Full Metal Panic. Yep. And actually, another side of it is uh, Masato in Super Robot Wars has a bit of a flirt with Amuro. Well, that's a voice actor joke. Yeah, but that's fun. I like that. Because, I mean, that means maybe she stands a chance at getting somebody who's almost a reasonable human being, even if he is autistic and psychic. This shows how bad her life is. The autistic psychic guy with the fro <laughs> is the best option for her. And I think, well, admittedly, it's, you know, Zeta, CCA era Amaro, and he's kind of... He's an okay guy. Yeah, he's nerdy so and he's got kind of stuff together. Yeah. So was that fro And he's Amaro? rich. And he's rich. That's he's, true. He's a toy millionaire. Yep. So was that fro Amaro we saw in Idea and actually their bastard son? No. Maybe. No, nobody knows what the hell grew Cosmo. Um... <laughs> Though, though, really, if we're going to reference Idion for a minute, all I have to say is Jordan Bess. Yeah. Jordan Bess, one of the best fucking characters in anything. Because Bess has his shit together and comes across like military personnel in a reasonable scenario. Like, he's, he's a cool guy. But no, like, Ava, it's a good series. I enjoyed watching it. I haven't gone back to it. It's been over ten years. I have rewatched Shin Getter Armageddon more times than I can count. I have watched G Gundam at least three times, and... When I'm in the mood, I'll throw in F91, CCA. I will watch a bunch of the, like, the divided genres I will watch. But Ava, I've never really had the desire to go oh. back to. Like, and it's worth mentioning that F91 and CCA, Anna was a staffer on. Yep. Like, like F91, all the ADs on it under uh, Tamino. Those four guys went on to be really big names in robots. Yep. And F91's biggest flaw, of course, was the fact that they had to cut up the script and sew it back yeah. together. But... No, it's like, Ava, I find it gets, some of its accolades are merited. I mean, it's it's one of the ones, it's kind of a bit of its own flagship when it came over here. Because, I mean, prior to Ava and a few of the other series that really picked up, I can remember watching anime on, you know, bootleg VHS that we were ripping off of our friends. And, like, like the two shows that were on TV. Yeah. It's like, if you weren't watching Sailor Moon, um, then you were watching bootleg copies of Ranma. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. But Ava kind of, it put a bit of a name out there. And it's, 
you could watch it. I'm assuming people showed it to you know adult family members, and they realized there's at least something close to an actual plot. But I don't know. It's just it never – I can't say it doesn't stand the test of time. It's just – it kind of feels like lukewarm water. Like I look at it and I go, yeah, I recognize what you've contributed, but I don't really – I'm not in the mood. I'm going to go get a beer. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. And uh, like Ava, there's something that does draw you into it. And then when you're done, you either want to see it again, and then when you're done that second time – you don't want to touch it for a very long while. Right. I did the exact same thing, exactly what Jim was saying. I watched it the first time, and I immediately said, okay, I got to see that again. There's something I missed there. Go back straight again. I was like, no, I didn't really miss anything. It's just really weird. And when you view it in the context of the robot genre, because I think a lot of people who watch this who love the shit out of it, like the, the crazy people we're talking about, yes. are the ones who have not seen other robot shows. Yeah. Right. Because when you watch it in the context, you're like, this is like other things, but it is not better than those things. Yeah. And I don't understand, transitioning now into sort of its impact on anime and other Japanese pop culture that made it over, I don't get why it was such a big deal in Japan, why Japan, who has had access to the context of robot shows for decades, kind of latched onto it, and so many robot shows became like it for a few years. Because it has that hook, like you said. That hook hooks you in. You don't know, I can't really you know, wrap my head around exactly what it is, but as soon as you've seen that show, you don't forget it. Either for good or ill, it's stuck in your head for eternity. Yeah. You'll remember all those plot points, you remember everything that happened, and you'll remember exactly the feeling you had when you watched the original ending. And it hooks you in, because you want to say, okay, what else you got? <laughs> And as soon as they slap something else with Avon, and they're like, okay, I'll see that. Just see what happens. It gets you that hook in the it, it was re- – sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you say? It's like, how did you change it this time? Right, basically. Yeah. You're saying, okay, what's different? Well, what's, Even though you know you're going to see a rehashing of a lot of the same things again, you do not care. It's like, okay, what would you change? Like I read all of Angelic Days, and the first two volumes were brilliant because it was those characters in a very typical romantic comedy anime. And then it was those characters kind of doing the same thing, except Kwaru is now a giant Mary Sue who comes in and fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not Kwaru's job. His, his job is to actually make everything worse. Oh, yeah. A whole lot worse. But anyway, the I'll go ahead and say, I got a lot of, when I posted this on uh, Mecha Talk when we were talking about it, I got a lot of criticism for calling it revolutionary. It's revolutionary for two reasons. First being, it is that, like you said, that plant the flag in American anime. This is, you know, one of the... Gateway. And it did it without a TV run. Right. Yeah. Like, That's point, a big point in its favor. Like, this this made hand... Like, this was... Tapes were swapped. DVDs were shown to friends. Right. This, this, this this show made its fan base care. Right. There this, were a lot of other evangelists out there before Jeff. Yeah. This, this show... Stop using that. Anyway, this show... <laughs> it it won't die, Jeff. It won't die. I know. This show became popular not because of some, you know, run, not because of some promotion, but because like, somebody watched it and went, "Wow, hey, come here, you got to see this." Yeah, you got to, you got to hey, sit down and watch this. this. Hey, come here, see this, and then it spread like wildfire. And ADV got rich off it and kind of went a little crazy, but that's yeah. a story for another time. But the other reason it's revolutionary, and this is not a good reason, is it is responsible for the the. We get to see the ending in the movie. 
It's like, we don't give you the whole ending. You got to wait for the movie for that. That whole Awakening of the Trailblazer Gundam 00, that you can put that directly thanks to Evangelion. No, no, because okay. that had been done before, like Char's Counterattack. Right, but Char's Counterattack, the they gave you an ending of Double Zeta. They said, okay, here's the ending of Double Zeta. We can argue whether it's good or not, but that's well, another they issue. They gave us endings with 79, Zeta, Double Zeta, all of those. They end. You right. watch, you get to the end of 79, it's over. Right. Like, you we, can be happy. You could never watch another Gundam show again. Yeah, right. And it's, they, Amuro and everybody went home, and Char got the last of his revenge. Right. I'm going to go grab some nachos. Right. Zeta ends. Jesus, everybody's dead. Oh, right. and if, Every- anybody, if I'm spoiling this for anybody, fuck off. Seriously, yeah, no. fuck off. It's a, li- um, it's a little late past you, the you, you can yeah. You can curse and you can spoil things on this show. Yeah. Those are our rules. Well, normally I'd be concerned, but Zeta has the reputation. Everybody dies. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. We all know it. Or yeah, goes it's crazy. Like, you, get to end, you get to the end, everybody's dead, and it sucks. But you know what? D- Double Zeta doesn't even need to exist. Right. And then you watch the end of Double Zeta, and you probably bemoan how Haman dies because it's a cop-out. But yeah. you get your ending. And then CCA comes along, and it's like, well, you know, we still got one more story to tell of Amaro and Char. Right. Okay. Like, those guys didn't get – those guys didn't end. Right. Yeah. You you get your endings in each one of those shows. You can argue about how well they do the endings, but you get an ending. Ava, yeah. you never got an ending. You didn't even get half an ending. They didn't explain anything. They said, okay, now you get to come back for the movie, and then the movie made oodles and oodles and oodles of money. You ever want to see how much money this, or how anticipated this was? Watch the original End of Evangelion movie and the title of Logos. There's about 17 logos before the movie actually starts. Like, hey, we were involved in this. Hey, we were. Hey, buy our stuff. We were here. Hey, yeah. look at us. Blah, 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 blah. Because everyone wanted to see that. That's how they do this now. When you got double O, did we get the full ending? No, we did not. We got sure most we of it. We got most of it. And they said, by the way, all this stuff about Jupiter we never explained, all about this stuff about, you know, the possibly end all be all of the plan. You got to stick around for the movie for that, and of course they tease it right at the end. Say, "Hey, oh, yeah. we're not done yet. <laughs> you got to come back for the movie to see the end of this." And doesn't and then Gundam's not the only one guilty of this. Everyone's really started doing this since. They were the ones who created that. You want to see the ending? You watch the series. You want to see the whole ending? You come back for the movie. Yeah, and I do have to say, like, robot anime went to a bad place after this. Yeah. And I and I applaud Sunrise for not not even bowing to that in the slightest and giving us Gal Gagar instead. Well, everyone does that. Anytime there's a big super hit anime, everyone and their cousin copies it. Yep. Which is why which is why we're in Moe Hill now. <laughs> yeah. Because well, yeah, like, Chaos was super popular and it's like, wow, we need to make some cutesy animes. <laughs> well look at poor Razafon. Yeah. It, people go, Oh well it's an Ava knockoff. It's right, Dean. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's not an Ava. It's Rydeen. Watch it. Watch Rydeen and understand you're watching the same damn series with a similar art style to Ava, and it's loosely similar. But it came out around the same time, and there was enough similarity. People were like, oh, it's just an Ava ripoff. Well, and the same thing, we we got that same story with uh, Brain Powered, right? Don't get me started on Brain Powered. I feel so sorry for that series. I feel so bad for 90s Tomino. I feel bad for him. Well, there are so many Ava series. There are so many Ava clones coming out. Even if you ha- if you had a giant robot with you know some sense of trying to blend super robot and real robot, oh, you're copying Ava. What? Yeah, okay, like, let's what? just for argument, let's say he is. Maybe they can do a better job because I quite frankly think Rossifon did a better job than Ava did. Yep. 
Well, I actually think they got that, you know, that mix of super robot slash real genre. They got that better. And they even had like the creepy, weird mysticism, but it all came together at the end. Right. Yeah. They had an ending. <laughs> and the ending made sense. I didn't particularly love the ending, but it made sense. Okay, and now we're now we're debating Ava and uh, Razefan. I have to throw it at you, uh, Shiro Sugisu or Yoko Kano. Yoko Kano, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but Ava had a wonderful soundtrack. Yoko Kano, the end. Thank you. Have a nice day. The Yoko Kano, got... Yoko Kano wins all just for the Ghost in the Shell uh, soundtrack. Just doing that, it's like okay, you just win every argument. I will give Ava the nod for making me listen to a different take of Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. I will give Ava that. Like 26 different versions. Yeah. About eight of them good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I was like, you know, I've never heard somebody but Sinatra do this. Well, That was all right. Have you heard the original version? Sinatra did not... Like, Sinatra owns yes. that song. It's, it's, he, it's his, but... Like, it's his in ways that aren't related to copyright. Yeah. But it is a, originally a uh, Peggy Lee tune. Yeah, they I played at the end of Bayonetta. I was, walking, it's, I was walking home one day, and I found it on YouTube. Yeah. And I listened yeah. to it while I walked, which is a great thing to do. Well, yeah. it's also weird to walk to that song, because it's a waltz. Yep. <laughs> well, I can't dance, so yeah. <laughs> everything is a walk to me. Yes, and after seeing, after seeing the end of Evangelion and understanding what the moon is, that song makes even more symbolism. But anyway. Yep. But one it's other thing cheese. I... For those of you other... who haven't picked up on it, it is cheese, and Lance of Longinus is nothing more than that little sticker, like that little poker that you stick into cheese when you're at a wine and cheese party. Toothpicks, yes. That's on. all that is. Yep. And there are cookies in Laplace's box. Yes. Indeed, there are. Lots of wonderful space cookies. Yep. I ate them. They were delicious. Anyway. Yep. But one last thing I'm going to throw at Ava fans is sometimes a shadow is just a shadow. Ava fans are sometimes, I compare them to professional wrestling fans, the really super crazy hardcore ones who go into every little detail, who go into every little thing, every little aspect. I'm like, you know, sometimes you just need to back up, stop, you know, reading too much into this, stop looking at every little aspect of it and just enjoy it at value's value. When you get too involved in it, it gets just a little too creepy and you need to back off a little. Yep. It's just right. a show. Right. You should really just relax. Watch Mr. it. Science Theater 3000. Right. Yep. Wow. Watch it. Enjoy it for what it is. Don't go out and buy a pillow so you can stick your dick in it. Please. Please. <laughs> I'm asking you nicely. I really am. <laughs> I'm, I genuinely want you to not do this because if you do this, I'm going to have to find you. Yes. And you're not going to enjoy what happens after. I watch a lot of slasher movies. <laughs> and Jeff, you said a shadow is just a shadow? Yes. But in Ava, a cigar is always a penis. It's true. And coma chicks are masturbation fodder. Ah. Ugh. No, a cigar is always a penis thanks to Bill Clinton, but that's another point. <laughs> that's a different story altogether, and we had our political discussion before we started. <laughs> yes. We did. Yep. <laughs> kind of. It was sort. mostly just racist. No, we just said a lot of really, really stupid shit. Which would be yeah, on the bonus. Great. And alcohol was involved, shockingly. It's amazing. <laughs> it is it amazing. Really, what you will do on booze. Yep. Which is, why I never, which is why I never get shit-faced drunk. I'll get buzzed, but I'll never get drunk for one simple reason. I have seen people get shit-faced drunk. It's a hell of a lot more fun to watch than actually experience. Yep. 
Oh no, experiencing it is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I've done it like four times in my life, and almost always it was by accident. But um, I, see, I'm the, not the person you want to be involved when that happens, because I will mess with you when you're doing that. You know, the old Sinbad joke. The guy got super ridiculous high. You can't, Sinbad walked into the room, and the guy goes, my legs, my legs are running off my body, my legs. Sinbad runs out of the room, comes back five minutes later and says, dude, a car hit your legs. <laughs> he wakes up the next day. That's not funny, man. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is funny. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's, sure that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're completely off the rails there. We uh, are, But are we done? That is the question. We are off the rails, but are we done? <laughs> One last thing. I don't need to see any more Ray and Asuka figures. When we no. have Ray and Asuka cosplaying as other anime characters, we have officially jumped the shark. Okay, no. In that case, what we need is we need Ray on the bike and Asuka as the shark. <laughs> That's what we're down to. <laughs> that is where we are. Or we could have Ray riding Asuka while the bike is inside the shark. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think that's where we are. And, I and on that happy visual note, my friends, <laughs> yeah. as you try to sleep tonight with that in your mind, have a good one. Yeah. Can't be catch amazed you. what they find in sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Catch you next time for Martian successor Nadesco, and then after that, Gundam Manga. Yay. I think. Yay. All right. Have a good one. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside! I thought they smelled bad on the outside is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike License version 3.0 International. Check our website at sbopodcast.blogspot.com contact information.